Welcome to Doctor Whose Line Is It? Anyway, where everything's made up and neither script nor canon matters. Listeners, and welcome back to Doctor Who's line, is it? Anyway, and we're in the middle, well not exactly in the middle, we're the front end of really I suppose, but this is our review series that we're doing, where we're reviewing series 12 of Doctor Who, Jodie Whittaker, Bradley Walsh, Tosin Cole, Mandip Gill, all of that lot, and this week we're reviewing Orphan 55. So, what do our merry, jolly crew think of it all? Only one way to find out. Over to me, Sue, Randy, Darren and Robin to tell you what we thought of it. Well, hello listeners and welcome to the third review from Doctor Who's Line Is It Anyway? And this week we're reviewing episode 3 from series 12, Orphan 55. So, have we all seen it, Sue? (laughs) (laughs) I can honestly say no. I had to wait for the okay to be able to watch it, so no, not yet. So you're on a review for an episode you haven't seen. That's right. So I'm going to review... I think what I'm going to review instead is going to be uh, Plato's Stepchildren. Is that... (laughs) (laughs) Usually, if there's a lot of flashing, I'll watch I'll watch something quote unquote with a blanket over my head and just listen to the audio. But I haven't oh, had right, a chance okay. to do that yet. I'd really love to oh, see right. something. So you're in for some spoilers, Chris Chibnall. <laughs> yeah, there will there will be spoilers in this, and what spoilers as well? <laughs> wow, wow, a few things in this episode we weren't expecting. Right, but we'll get to those yes. in the due course of time. So, first of all, instant uh, sort of immediate impressions of it, <laughs> apart from Sue, obviously, who hasn't seen it. Um, what, did, what did we think? It was awesome! <laughs> what, did, what did we think of it? Anyone can answer. Hey, don't everybody... And nobody wants to go first. Okay, I liked it. Uh, here, let well, me... I just <laughs> went first. You get to go second. I, I liked it. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was. I thought it was very, very reminiscent of the Pertwee area era. Yeah. Just, just the, <laughs> just the tie-ins with some of the some of the things that happened with it, and um, mm-hmm. and I really, really, really liked the monsters. Those were actually genuinely creepy and scary. Yeah, very much so. Yes. Very much so. I was in, I was really impressed with that part. Yeah, yeah. Randy, what about you? Presumably, you've seen it. Uh, yeah. Uh, initially, I think I enjoyed it less than the two parts of Spyfall, but it redeemed itself with the ending. Yeah, didn't it just? Oh, uh, what's yeah. the ending? What's the ending? I can't wait. <laughs> 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 I'm so excited. <laughs> I love, and spoilers. sorry guys, I'm going to tell you right now, I love spoilers. So it makes no difference yeah. to me. I'm like, oh, yeah, yep, yeah, I'm one of those. Oh, right. Well, you're, 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 there's a few doozies in this one. Um, mm-hmm. And Darren, what did you think? I thought it was a turd the size of St. Paul's Cathedral. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
absolute wank. <laughs> it had no redeeming qualities whatsoever apart from the design of the creatures. Absolute fucking shite. <laughs> Don't hold back there and tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I was Next. just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's another conversation, Killer. <laughs> Okay. I thought it, it barreled along at a, at a fair old pace. It was it was non-stop. It, we, we were pretty much straight into the mm-hmm. action, rattled through it. Like you said, mm. the uh, the creatures were um, were quite exciting, um, very uh, very scary. Uh, I think this possibly is the creatures that the cast had been speaking about before the series started when they said, "Oh, mm. there's something coming up, and all oh, these things are really scary." And I think it could very well be these. And if it's not, then heaven knows what's coming up. Because these were um, very alarming, and seriously, was not expecting to see the master back so soon. No. Oh yes. Oh, I was just gonna go out. I was gonna go out and tag the man and say, I think y'all need to come in here, and I think you need to review. But after what Darren said, I maybe I was glad that I didn't tag. <laughs> I said, get in here. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, right. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Happy dance! Happy So what is, what was so alarming about seriously, what was so for so I'll play the person that is like kind of ignorant of the episode. So what was so because alarming? You are. <laughs> That's right. It's not playing. <laughs> this is acting. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what was so alarming about the the aliens? I mean Dicks on their head, or what was the deal? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was the reveal when you first saw them because you didn't get an a upfront clear look. They were kind of in shadow, and you caught just little glimpses and little bits. And you're trying to figure out yeah. what the hell is that thing. And then when you got the full reveal, it's like, oh shit! Yeah, lo- what lots was of it? Fang- lots it- of lots of lots of noises. And lots of people being killed just off screen or just in the corner of the screen. You see somebody and then they get dragged out. Uh, oh, please don't tell me it was a cockroach. And feral. No. Yeah. Well, they no. were very, they were very they were not dissimilar to a sort of hybrid between the xenomorphs from Alien and the weevils from Torchwood. I did think, get a very, yeah. very yeah. definite weevil um, weevil vibe from them, and uh, uh, yeah, and, and uh, yeah, like you say, a cross between. Cross between alien and weevil, basically. Yeah, especially so, in the facial features. Alien. Yes. Mm-hmm. Facial features and the and the and the creepy teeth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yay! And the um and when you actually saw them full on, and there were quite a few of them. I mean, I dare say there were only two or three, and then they were probably replicated in CGI. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the, the the suits were very impressive. They looked. They looked powerful, and they, they looked, looked amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very and good. There ends everything good I have to say about this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but what, and then, and then, when you get the reveal, when you find out what they are, yes, who, what they used to. Oh, be. Oh, please don't tell me they used to be the Time Lords. Oh my God, are they the Time Lords? No, no. Daleks. <laughs> They're the Daleks. Nope. Oh. Okay. Well, you're close. They used to be Daleks. Mm-hmm. They're sort of like what the Fowls really? mutated into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They used okay. to be the cla- Davros's clams. <laughs> oh. Okay. 
because he, yeah. he always had clams for his, for his clams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was uh, close though. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Who hasn't ever wanted to grab Davros by the clams? <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason. There's a reason why one of his hands is down inside his chair. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God! I think I think it's fair to point out at this point we might be fucking with you slightly soon. I don't think she's got it yet. <laughs> and that one or two things we've said may not be entirely true. Yeah. I'm going to say everything that you're saying is entirely <laughs> true. But and I hope I got true. it. Now, that's not true. What okay. I said was true. Yeah. That the reveal of who they used to be is pretty damn awesome. Yeah. Then the description of what they look like is... Okay. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait for the reveal. Well, you'll, uh, you'll find out before wait. the end of the episode. <laughs> because I can't we kind wait. Because we kind of have to discuss it. Anyway, mm-hmm. we, we'll, we will come to that. So, first of all... Um, didn't it look astonishingly good again? Yeah. Yeah, the visuals are fantastic. Although the one thing that I did think is, is obviously when they they first appeared on the planet or the the yeah well it was the planet I, 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 mm-hmm. we can't we can't say it wasn't the planet even though it was exactly what you thought it was yeah um, and they were like oh this is more like it this is amazing it looked a little bit overcast and quite windy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, for a lovely holiday destination, it looked decidedly British. Yes, Which is <laughs> it looks like it looks like Utah without the mountain, without the mountains in the desert. Which is odd because I, I'm pretty damn sure that they they filmed this um, abroad. I don't know necessarily if it was South Africa or not. I don't know if it was part of the same block as the first two, or, or whether it was um, it was the Canary Islands. Uh, it, it they went defi- on the wrong day. It was definitely, it was definitely, <laughs> a, definitely wrong. Most of it was was fine, but yeah, the, I mean, when they were when they were outside of the uh, you know the biosphere and on the planet itself, it, it was in the old days. It would have just been a quarry, obviously, uh, and mm-hmm. this wasn't. I mean, it was. I, I suspect it was possibly Tim and Fire Park in Lanzarote because it very much looked like that. It was uh, very sort of volcanic and. Uh, bleak and, and expansive. Before we get to that, I mean, I think it would be disingenuous to write off the opening of the episode, which is basically a giant jizzing octopus. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> mopping up space. sounding like a real winner of an episode. The jizzing octopus... <laughs> The al- mopping up God. space spunk. I mean, that's where was the where was the jizzing octopus? Was it inside the TARDIS or outside the TARDIS? Because they're all mopping up, and he and the doctor keeps apologizing. I'm sorry, I didn't know it was there. Yeah. Well, I didn't there was, know it there was, was definitely a massive season. tentacle. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! And her fam just looks at her with utter disgust, and I'm like, yeah, right, sure you didn't. <laughs> it left one of its testicles behind, uh, tentacles behind, and. <laughs> Um, and they were cleaning up his jizz which I mean that's really family friendly entertainment (laughs) (laughs) and now for the Doctor Who porn hour (laughs) jizzing octopus (laughs) I remember the episode with William Hartnock spending an hour cleaning up camel it was such a lovely episode (laughs) heart rending stuff yes Mm. Rubbish. 
He really got the hump after that, didn't he? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. my god! <laughs> I did think that the um, the little um, the little <laughs> the little cards that that he got from the uh, the vending machine upstairs, or is it downstairs? Mm -hmm. I like the upstairs, or is it downstairs line? <laughs> very uh, <laughs> very uh, dimensionally unsure there um yeah. but uh yeah well, when he when he then created the little cube it was very yeah. reminiscent of uh, of the war games i thought oh with yeah the, um with the little cube that the uh, the doctor summoned the time lords with mm -hmm. so but in this instance the whole episode stole very heavily from a lot of classic episodes mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I think to be honest with you when you've got 56 years worth of oh. material to to uh to refer to it, it's a bit like um, when someone writes a song and then everybody goes, oh, that sounds a bit like that other song. It's like, well, yeah, there's yeah. only a limited amount of things you can do with a song. You've only got a limited amount of notes. When you've got all of time and space in the known universe, use your fucking imagination. <laughs> uh, sometimes I wonder if it's stealing or if it's an homage deliberately. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's what I felt with uh, assembling the cards into yeah. the box. Yeah, I think and that was like possibly more they of a, had more of a to nod, have a nod that. to, yes. And let's mm -hmm. face it, for, for you know, in, in 2020, something referring to something that happened in 1969, fleetingly, mm -hmm. is is probably not uh, not treading too heavily on anybody's toes. No, and personally, I like those little touches. Yes, yes, I know. I'm well, gonna... and sh and she used the when I say run, run. Yes, line. yes, absolutely. Yeah, I love that. I saw yeah. that on the on the teaser. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, well, it was like, oh, For this episode, Sue will be re reviewing the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I was able to see. I'm sorry. I just shut the hell up. Sorry. Okay. Here I am. Mm. Tell you what, you saw all of the best bits. <laughs> no, I missed the master, so I didn't see him, so. Yeah, you didn't. I didn't see his bits. Oh, I did not say that. I did not just say that. Yes, yes you I did. did. Everybody heard it. So there's two different audio streams up here that have it. Wait until he regenerates next week. You're going to be up. <laughs> said too much there. Oh, no. <laughs> She's going to find out sooner or later. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, so, yeah, so they arrive on the planet, and we're kind of... Well, we have that first of all. We have the bit with the hopper virus. Now, I'm sure Darren doesn't like the bit with the hopper virus. No, I thought that was silly. It, it was silly, but I think that was done as with the whole of the start of the episode. It was done to sort of blind Benny. Sorry. What the fuck? <laughs> uh oh. I'm sorry. You've got to shout Benny randomly throughout the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're up to about 40 bennies throughout the episode, so... <laughs> I, may, I may just shout it randomly when I feel like it. Wrong bennies. Wrong sort of like Benny Tourette's. <laughs> Somebody must um, yeah, have done a little ooh-ooh. Go ahead. The whole of the first part of the episode, including the hopper virus bit, I think all of that was done to, to, to sort of blindside the viewer into thinking that this was going to be uh, like a light comedy episode. You know, we had the mm -hmm. we had the the octopus jizz, and then the the the, the cube, and then <laughs> arriving on the planet, and then the hopper virus with you know Ryan sucking his thumb. Well, before we before we get to the hopper virus, they're greeted by the worst costume in the history of Doctor <laughs> Who. Yeah. yeah, that one was pretty yeah. awful. Including the cheetah people, including the Dominators, including the mm -hmm. Monoptera. I don't. I, 
and it had a Birmingham accent. It's, it's, <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck did this thing come well, from? Lots of dogs have a Birmingham. <laughs> oh, was she a dog? I thought she was a cat. Uh, no, I thought I thought we were heading down the dog route with that one. Oh, okay. The doctor did at one point say, you know, do this or I'll bark at you. Oh. Um, but then that would work equally as well with a cat, obviously. If, if... Yeah. Yeah. I miss the dog. Um, Aww. So yeah. so yeah so so the hopper virus which I I, I thought was um, was a little bit sort of reminiscent of unicorn of the wasp in a way hmm. when the doctor has to shake out the uh, the poison from his system in the unicorn of the wasp I thought that was a little bit a little bit sort of comparable to um, to this you know and and uh, I'm sure I've seen something before like it before with somebody descri- des- describing the symptoms of something as just before they happen. But yeah, I thought that was that was a bit of a harmless fluff. Uh, there was a brilliant bit after that when the doctor stopped talking about it and he's talking about something else, and Ryan is just sort of flailing around in the background. Ryan is <laughs> Ryan is very much very much worth watching for the things that he does in the background. You remember last mm-hmm. year in um, um, Arachnids in the UK when they were talking to the spider expert and he was there in the background doing shadow puppetry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he's very much worth watching for just for background stuff, I think. Um yeah, Fair play, I, I do like Ryan. Yeah, I mean they're all they're all good. Well Yaz isn't. Well no, Yaz is gone now, isn't she? So but we'll come to that. Yeah. So What? No, never mind, Sue. Nothing you need to know at this moment in time. What? So, yeah, we crack straight on into the episode with um, <coughs> instant instant problems. We find out that there's... Uh, there's a well, we've got... Before we get there, we've got Yaz and Benny and the Jets, or whatever that woman was oh, yeah. called. Oh, my. They meet up. There's the mm-hmm. sweet couple who are about to get married, so we know they're going to be fucked. Well, at least one of them, yes, as it turns out, both of them. Mm-hmm. Mm. And and Yaz doing the uh, doing the, the typical thing of just wandering along and talking to two people who are just happily happily enjoying the peace and quiet on their own. And then yeah. this, then this annoying woman comes up and starts talking to them at an inopportune moment. What? <laughs> Yaz never does anything that is annoying. Come on now. No, well, not anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yes, Aww. so we're, we're we're then fully into the episode. There's a there's a threat. Um, they become aware that uh, that there's there's a hostile something hostile something's broken in. You start hearing roars and people start getting killed left, right, and centre. Mm-hmm. Mostly done by that that uh, time honoured technique of having little dots on a screen. Yes, <laughs> reminiscent of Earthshot that from mm-hmm. the uh, the early parts where the uh, the troopers are all getting wiped out one by one and you just see the traces disappear. In this instance, it's little red dots instead of little green dots. Um, interesting that they can identify each dot because they could tell which one was Benny, couldn't they? Benny, sorry, we have to shout Benny every so often. Actually, I think they were little green dots, and then they turned red when they were yeah. they were when they. Ooh, it. that's kind of like the survivors, little mm-hmm. green dots, and yeah. then they get zapped. Because Benny was a green dot. When no, he was the like invaders. Moving, the invaders. When they were when he Hello? Was moving rapidly across the terrain. Yeah, so 30, wild. So Thirty-seven kilometers an hour. Yeah, that was right. So yeah, we learned how to run. <laughs> yeah, so the doctor then gets uh, um, pissed. <laughs> it, yes. Gets all shirty with um, 
Hoping with a three. Fucking stupid name if ever I heard one. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's just the costume. How <laughs> calls anything hyphen with a three? Oh, what does the what does the three sound like? Come on, pronounce it. It's replacing <laughs> hairy it's, bastard. It's, re- it's replacing the e. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sold. Yeah, yeah, that's it. it. It's turned the whole episode around for you, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the doctor repairs the uh, the ionic membrane or creates a new ionic mm. membrane and looks like oh yes, okay, everything's sealed and 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 clear, just as. Ryan and his new friend and crush. Oh, what's she called? Bella. Who he's known for four minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was one of that was that was. Oh, I really like you. Yeah. I can't remember your name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he pulls the Captain Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> I really like you. Well, you know. Boom. <laughs> Ryan's Ryan's a young single guy, and he he finds himself in a similar situation to a young single girl. They're both good-looking people. You know, I, I don't think it's, it's. That's all. It, it's, that's all it takes. That's yeah. true. That's true. And you're my you're my main squeeze. Yep. Yes. Benny. Benny. <laughs> <laughs> so they get rescued in the nick of time, and then everybody's back together again, apart from, of course, Darren. Meh. What? You missed the cue, Benny. <laughs> this is your chance to do another one. <laughs> oh yes. Benny, he's yeah. mm-hmm. he's been taken away, dragged by the dregs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do any of you ever listen to the Oodcast? No. Oh, you really should. No. The Oodcast is is very, 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 very good. Brilliant, very funny not, podcast. Not come across that one. Oh, you check it out. It's superb. They they currently they only do um, they're only doing reviews of the current series, um, but they've got five or six seasons before that when they've they've that they've done stuff they've been around for a long time um but they do a lot of comedy sketches they do um they do musical stuff as well lot similar to us actually they write songs that are about the episode but theirs are about the actual episode whereas ours are about the episodes that we've done uh, and if, <laughs> and and if they don't write a song for this one based on Benny and the Jets and do Benny and the Dregs I will be amazed <laughs> <laughs> I will be amazed and I will I shall be having words with Laura to find out why she didn't do that uh, but I'm pretty sure they will anyway that's by the by so yes so they have they have to go out on a mission to try and rescue Benny with two green haired twats <laughs> with, with, with the crappest syrups you've ever seen yeah, that, that and one of one of which is Roger from his Dark Materials. Was he, was he the kid or the other the other the older chap the 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 one from? Yeah, he was he was he was the annoying kid, and James Buckley was the um, the in betweeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really good comedian who's put to absolutely no use whatsoever. Yeah, I I did find the whole oh the 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 kid happens to be um, uh, an absolute genius mechanic. And mm-hmm. seems to know way more than someone of his age could possibly could possibly know was was stretching yeah. it a little bit knew a lot more than the person who taught him yes yes that was a, that was a, a slight negative to this uh, uh, i felt and, and maybe a bit of a plot contrivance but because you, you always knew in which direction that was going to go as soon as it was obvious that the kid was the brilliant mechanic and the father wasn't 
it was obvious that the kid at some point was going to come along and save the day with his brilliant mechanical yeah. skills. Yeah. And Dad was going to bite it. Yeah. Did Dad bite it? Spoiler, did Dad bite it? Alas, alas, no. Ironically, one, oh. of, one, of, one of the few people that didn't. Oh, wow. Yeah. So off they go in in what looked like a specially constructed vehicle for the for the purposes of the episode. Mm. Which looked really good, I thought. Yeah, um, yeah, I'll give it that. The, the vehicle looked quite good. <laughs> um, and in that terrain as well, it looked like it, you know, it really did look like it was uh, a, a planetary explorer vehicle on a different world. And so, managed to get stuck on a small hill with a tiny <laughs> bit of barbed wire. Yes. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Well, there are parallels again there. Can I mention the five doctors? <laughs> <laughs> Sarah. Sarah Jade, the doctor. And Sarah being stuck on a very slight hill. A very, very slight hill. <laughs> I think possibly the camera angle that they could have used to show the um, the Explorer vehicle getting stuck could have been possibly better because it didn't make it look as perilous as it could have been, but ultimate... Where did the dregs get barbed wire from? Well, it was just lying around from previously, wasn't it? Cause... From the old days. From the old days. From the old days. Yeah. It was an old one. It was Benny! Old... <laughs> 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 I'm going to be doing this a lot. Get used to it. You know... It's going to get old very quickly and you're going to get tired of it, but I'm not going to stop, so... <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to start singing Benny and the Jets pretty soon. <laughs> be a load more entertaining than this rubbish was <laughs> <laughs> they've got these oxygen devices on their on their hands haven't they which um, which I thought it was quite intriguing the fact that um, the doctor obviously doing the most talking as is generally the case um, so therefore runs out of oxygen quicker but traditionally the doctor hasn't really needed oxygen as much as anyone else around mm-hmm. because of being able to no, we know that the Doctor can hold his slash her breath for sustained periods of time. Yeah, the whole re- respiratory bypass thing as you used in Terror of the Zygons. That's it, that's it, yeah. 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 You know, that, that um, which obviously involved going into a trance, but clearly at a time when the human companion back then, Sarah, um, was slipping into unconsciousness, the Doctor was able to keep going for quite a bit longer. Mm-hmm. So it was... But then this doctor never shuts the fuck up talking to herself, so <laughs> <laughs> And does talk in quite a in quite a breathless way, so so yeah, there is that. Something else that's getting rather annoying. So why on the hand and not cannula type of, of oxygen thing? I mean Well they had a th- they had a thing on the nose. It didn't go up the nose anywhere that's no. remotely useful. No. It sort of went They had one of those breathe right anti snoring strips on their noses. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Literally a little, a little blue plaster. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, you mean uh, you mean they're using one of those little airway things that opens your nose so yep. you don't snore at night? What? Yeah. The much. actual? That's no, what it looked like. I, no, yeah. I saw that and I kept thinking, what the hell are they? What that looks stupid. I'm like, we're what? That's what it was. It was their, it was their res- respirator. And they worked just as well as the anti-snoring snoring strips. Which don't mm-hmm. stop you snoring at all. <laughs> no, they do not. They do not. Okay, that's just bizarre. Okay, go ahead. So, uh, <laughs> yes, so, so they, um, so they, they're out. They're on the planet. They're trying to find Benny. Um, 
company who manages somehow to survive an awful lot longer than anybody else because it seems that the dregs are playing with him which is odd because they don't seem to do that with anybody else and uh, then um, he says he's alright and then he says oh, if you get the chance kill me mm-hmm. because clearly he knows what's coming and so Kane who is yeah, it's the... the worst game of fuck marry kill that you could ever get <laughs> please marry me oh and by the way kill me yeah. <laughs> so much he cared about his wife I mean to be fair I said the same in our wedding vows so <laughs> well I hope there weren't any dregs at your wedding the only dregs at my wedding were the in-laws oh, you know what this whole time I've been thinking Benny was the damn dog creature no and no 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 you no. said they were playing with him and I'm like what are they doing throwing them all what the fuck and it's like oh oh it's the old guy gotcha okay I'm back yeah alright I'm back I really hope my son son doesn't listen to this. (laughs) 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 Yes, so they're they're on the planet's surface and they find that the only way that they're going to be able to, uh, to escape is to go through the underground tunnels, um, which involves going through a dreg's nest. So that's with that's, one with one drag in it. With well, one that we see. Well, the others were out chasing, playing with Benny. Yes. So the the doctor mind melds with the drag. Yep, didn't like that either. Okay. <laughs> that was slightly odd. Um, mm. Full on Spock, and and it, almost and the second time in 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 two episodes when we've had a a, a contact moment as well. So I don't know if that's going to be a running a running theme or a running. Um, Trope for this for this series or not? The Doctor suddenly being able to uh, have they done that before? Have they done the the mind meld before? Well, we have had things like this happen previously. Do you remember in the the Lodger? I think it is when the Doctor has to bring Craig up to speed, and oh so, yeah, oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's there's things like that. So it's not without precedent. Um, All right. But, uh, for something that that you would think would be quite a useful way of explaining things to people uh, it's not used very often so with a um, destructive alien is that kind of ever other than the two times we've seen has it, has it been before in the pa- like um, in classic who with a, a destructive alien um. no the only the only thing I can think of potentially is the doctor linking his mind up to the Wirren Queen uh, okay um, in Ark in Space but in this instance, it's literally just. But that that was that was done requiring equipment and. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Not not just stuff. Not just. Um, yeah. Not just. Let me touch your head. Yeah. Or face yeah. or whatever the heck it is. Alas, Bok. Exoskeleton. Yes, was was <laughs> kind of an exoskeleton, really. Um, but then we get all these these flashbacks, and it and it you know it becomes apparent that that the planet that they're on is Earth. It made all the more apparent by the discovery of the. Uh, Russian Siberian railway station. Russian Siberia mm-hmm. and and the Made in China sign. And the Made mm-hmm. yeah, which definitely aren't nicked from um, Mysterious Planet. Oh yeah. Yeah, another another callback. So it becomes apparent then that that this is a future version of Earth where the planet has been devastated and it seems to be through climate change, global warming, nuclear war, blah blah blah, all the above. And oh gosh. 
And the so dregs. So now you can figure out who the dregs are. Yes. Uh, yeah. It Ew. was we. It was it, we. Yeah. We was the it dregs. Was uh, your tweets have become very, very, very relevant there, Darren. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't remember tweeting about the podcast. Oh, what do you do? Tweeting and doing the podcast simultaneously? No, no, I mean, I'm reading back on some of Darren's oh. tweets are like, oh my. <laughs> because of our our boy. So, as a side, it's 20 years today since I gave up drinking. <laughs> you just oh, congratulations. And you just and started the, again. <laughs> and this episode makes me want a bottle of scotch. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say congratulations until you said that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That's why we're here tonight. We're your bottle of scotch. Thank you. Oh, and, I have a love, and I have a lovely 20-something-year-old Macallan in my... I wondered what you were going to say. You had a lovely old. Yeah, I was like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh, rub, rub it in, why don't you? Oh, I was trying to remember roughly how old it was when I bought it, and I've had it in my possession for 10 years. It's still years. 20 year old. So. A bottle of, uh, uh, interestingly, a bottle of scotch. If you buy a 20 year old bottle of scotch, keep it for 30 years, it's still a 20 year old bottle of scotch. Because. Really? The 20 years is only the time it's spent in the barrel. The time it's in the bottle is irrelevant. You you sure it's not Schrodinger's scotch? (laughs) (laughs) In other words, if the bottle hasn't been opened, then the contents of it has to be 20 years old, or may not be 20 years old. You just don't know. All I know is it's fucking delicious, and that's all that matters. (laughs) (laughs) Rub it into the alcoholic, why don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Darren, it is not delicious because the food is delicious, and... Uh, alcohol is empty calorie, so food, not alcohol, food. That's how I. <laughs> that's how I did it with. What I food is everything. Whatever. All right, I'll just shut up. All I know. All I know is I like it. It's like drinking liquid sunshine. Oh, Sorry about this, guys. You're gonna hear something start up. Okay. Sorry about that. Okay. That was exciting. I'm in the car. I'm in the car. <laughs> and my car just turned off. Okay. So, anyway, we're back to the review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, oh, that rubbish. <laughs> so, Vilma, which is uh, Benny's wife to be, Benny! Um, Benny! Mm-hmm. She basically sacrifices herself to give them chance to escape. And um, nobody gives a shit. <laughs> Because that's one one thing I note with this episode. You don't give two shits about any of the characters whatsoever. Is Benny carrying a larva inside him? He's pulling an oxygen tank. It's, it's not a Dax symbiont, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Would have been a lot more interesting if he was. But you, you just don't care about any of the characters. I mean, you don't care about the kid. You don't care about his father you don't care about the girl that ryan fancies you don't care about the old couple it it, it would have worked better if it had been a two-parter uh you mean given a bit more room to breathe because yeah. uh, instead of yeah, being given a lot more depth it it, it rattled along at an astonishing pace i have to i have to say the amount of stuff that they that they crammed into it one minute they were here and then immediately they were off and they were on to the next bit mm. um and and it did 
I don't know. I don't know whether that helped or hindered it. To be honest with you, it could have been for me. It been, for me it hindered it drastically. Yeah. It could have been had they slowed it down and spread it out, out over what would have been say two episodes these <clears> days. <throat> um, it might. It would have given us more chance for for um, character moments and to be able yes. to get to know get to know the yes. characters because we were we were really thrown into thrown into it um with with the characters you know we we barely get to, to see uh Vilma and Benny before before everything kicks off the first thing we see of Bella is the hopper virus thing and immediately they're into the episode um Kane is a, probably the one of the the better formed characters i would say in this mm mm-hmm. mhm you know, being the the no nonsense, <clears throat> everything is about forwarding what they're trying to do, which it turns out is to is to terraform the planet. Which, when you get to realise that it's Earth, and so they're thinking, well, okay, so they're they're setting up this spa on the planet with a view to, in the due course of time, to actually start, you know, trying to terraform it again. So maybe to reclaim the planet, that maybe is not such a bad thing. But obviously, this is predominantly done for profit as we see very much so when when they're talking about going out and, and rescuing Benny and Kane's going no no not doing Benny. that Benny and then Vilma takes off her very expensive plastic necklace thing that she's wearing and then and, and then um, despite seeming as though she's been convinced by the argument of you know this is a human life we need to go out and save it still picks up the brooch and takes it because it's been offered to her as payment, something mm. that's very expensive, and, and still takes it. So that 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 reminded me with the character name oddly of, of Dragonfire for some reason. Oh yeah, Kane and the silver was it silver coin or yeah yes, yeah yes, it was the yeah. coin it was the yeah. coin yeah. that they yeah well I mean I just sort of that he imprinted on them same character name for a start so that would mm. uh, that would make a difference with that yeah it was slightly reminiscent of that for me so what we haven't mentioned at this point of course is whilst the doctor and and friends are uh, are getting through the uh, the dregs nest Bella and Ryan have transported back to the spa where it becomes apparent that that Bella is intent on blowing it up. Mm. for reasons that we don't fully understand at the time but turns out it's because she happens like to be... Daniel Barton she has mummy issues she does have mummy issues and yeah. mu- her mummy is, is Kane what a yeah, little that's... shit it seemed a little bit um, extreme <laughs> if you like that was pretty <laughs> contrived a little bit mm. contrived it was um, wank <laughs> but um they have this. They have this lovely moment when they appear. They appear first of all, and then they've got to barricade themselves in. So they try and barricade themselves in using the drinks machine to start with, and then that doesn't work. So they have to go a bit further in, and then they use that tried and tested method of stopping something incredibly huge and powerful from getting in by deciding to barricade themselves in using the sun loungers. <laughs> I don't know if any of you have ever used a sun lounger, but it, it's it's generally a quite flimsy plastic thing. <laughs> like... A sun lounger won't hold my fat ass, so it's not going to hold one of those things at bay. <laughs> I did have a chuckle when when they said, "Oh, let's use the sun loungers." It was like, seriously? <laughs> what good is that going to do? Against these things that could rip their way into the, um, you know, into the explorer vehicle and what have you. Oh yeah, then we learn. Then we learn that the. Um... <clears throat> Excuse me. 
Yeah, it doesn't take much to make me laugh, right? Okay. We, we learn that the dregs are adaptable, like the fucking Borg. <laughs> hmm. but, Which isn't explained at all, given we know what they are now. But they breathe carbon dioxide mm-hmm. and they emit oxygen. So they're basically yeah, trees. They're, they're basically irritable trees. The humans have turned themselves mm-hmm. into trees. Uh, and they exist on a planet with no vegetation of any sort, which leads you to wonder, what are they breathing? <laughs> All they're doing is breathing in carbon dioxide and emitting oxygen. They're, they're, they should effectively be terraforming the planet themselves. They're really doing that. And what are they eating? Well, each other, presumably. Or rocks. Maybe that's why they're grey. <laughs> Oh dear, that would have given me some entertainment value at least. <laughs> <laughs> Benny. Apparently, they, apparently they may have eaten him too. Well, they did. Well, no, they didn't. Well, they possibly could have eaten his corpse, but, they, but he, he was shot. So they did eat hyphen. Yes, you could say. Steady wait for it. Careful. Wait careful. for it. Just be very careful. She was hyphenated. <laughs> 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 Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. They do say every dog has its day, and that was hers. Ah, Yeah, now I can't watch it. So, anyway, the Doctor and crew manage to get back to the base, where uh, Bella has then set up uh, bombs left, right and centre. They realise that the only way that they can they can get out is to use the transporter to get back to where they all came from. So everything then focuses on getting this thing up and running, which obviously is where the uh, the kid comes comes back into play with his magnificent um, mechanical skills. Mm-hmm. Very reminiscent of Adric. Very reminiscent of Adric. With yeah. Ooh. Including the haircut. So if you want to say where's Adric, there he is. Including the haircut. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Yes, they needed Ceruleum 4, but yes. they only had Ceruleum 3. Yes. Yeah. So they had to upgrade it to Ceruleum 4. By using Fuck. the Hopper virus. Mm. Oh, who wrote this shit? Ed Pine. Did anybody else notice that the Hopper virus looked visually a little bit like... Do you remember those little squiggly worm things that were on a clear string that you hooked up to your shirt... And then pulled it through your fingers and made it look like it was alive. What the hell were those things called? Oh, yeah, yeah. Squirmels? Squirmels? Squiggles. 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 Yeah, that's what it looked like. It, was a it actually may have been, maybe. You know, you never know. And everybody else is going, what the fuck is she talking about? So I have no idea what you're talking about. It must be an American thing. It was. It was Probably. a big for a long time. I, I just, <laughs> actually, we we might have we might have had something similar, Darren. If you do, you remember those little fluffy blue like caterpillar like things that were on a, like a, a bit of string that always used to. Yeah. I want a bit of um on a bit of uh, uh fish like wire. Like clear yeah, fishing yeah. 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 That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. You used that's to run it. them through your fingers and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So I, th- it's, I think that's what the, I think that's what Robin's talking about. So. Yeah, God, that's what it looked sh- like to me when I saw it. I'm like. Oh, my kid played with one of those. <laughs> and no, he didn't hallucinate that. But this is uh, this is all set at what one can assume is, I suppose, the end of the world, uh, given that there are dregs that have evolved into... or humans have evolved into <laughs> dregs. There's an awful lot of fucking humans around. 
Well, the, the, obviously the humans that are around are the ones who evacuated the planet. Mm-hmm. And, and the dra- or had good bomb shelters. Yeah. I mean, we, we know from the future of humanity, we know from, for example, from the Ark in Space Santarin experiment, there were the solar flares, a load of, a load of humans disappeared off while some stayed behind and, and tried to, you know, make things work. And then, then they tried to go back and colonise the planet again. But there were still mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, the ones who'd gone off into space. They could very easily be... A, and while the dregs have evolved into this thing, we haven't evolved at all. Well, no, but then you're not... You're not the rest of the human race isn't on a planet with, you know, massive um, nuclear fallout and radiation and... They're knows. still going to evolve. Well, they're going to evolve, yes, but not necessarily, you know, in a, in a way that's involving mutations. I mean, look at the the Thals and the Carleds. You know, the mm, the idea yeah. the idea with the Thals, but they'd they'd actually evolved and then evolved back again into mm-hmm. something that was good. Whereas the Carleds, or the the Dals, as they were back in the the original time, but uh, we know that Davos knew that they were going to mutate, so he then tried to find a form that was going to be suitable to sustain the the longevity of the species and that's when they actually ended up becoming the Daleks but that was all because of radiation and the mutation that that, that, that caused so presumably that's that's the whole thing with the dregs it's the mutation caused by the radiation uh, right. mm-hmm. it's 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 a a, a more plausible Explanation than they they just uh, over a period of time just just turned into these things. Mm. Yes. What the fuck are all the other guests during all this shit? Dead. Well, all of them. All the other de- yeah, all the other guests have been killed. It's only the ones who managed to get into the mm. room cupboard that that survived, and then oh, obviously good. one by one they got. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of the world, the only survivors are going to be Philip Schofield and Ed the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke that's only going to work on British v- British listeners. <laughs> it, it, it is, really. <laughs> yes. So, they create the Cerulean 4, they, uh, they they get the transporters up and running, miraculously Kane reappears at this point and teams up with Bella and they stand their ground to fight off the dregs in the end, whilst the uh, the Doctor uh, and crew prepare to to transport back to the TARDIS at which point Yaz gets grabbed by one of the dregs and has her head ripped off now that I didn't see coming no what the fuck no, that was a bit of a that came that came properly out a of shock, the field. But a shock ple- but a, a, pleas- a, ple- a pleasant shock <laughs> not, that, not that pleasant really I'm not <laughs> upset <laughs> Considering it was quite brutal. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, sh- she'll carry on being as much use as she was. <laughs> well, yes, this is true. I suppose in that respect. Oh no, I'm very sad, and I'm not going to watch this episode. Uh, at which point, then you hear the the echoing laughter from the master, and we realise that it's the master who's behind the whole thing in the first place. Yeah, there were a lot of shocks then, in this one. There were a lot of, and then they transport back to the TARDIS, stunned without Yaz, everything's ah, falling apart for them and the Doctor then comes up with this thing, well that was only a possible future it's not necessarily how things will work out but you know There's one timeline, preachy bollocks billions and billions of decisions will affect the human race so I'm just going to tell a bunch of fucking Muppets on board the TARDIS because the rest of the Earth doesn't need to know (laughs) 
And then it ends with that ghastly line, be the best of humanity or be the... And we're all supposed to say, yes. dregs. Oh, isn't that Dreg. clever? No, it fucking isn't. Fuck off. So, wait a minute. So, is is y- so is Yaz dead or is Yaz not dead? Well, she doesn't have a head anymore, so we're presuming that she's dead. Yes, but she just said, you just said that the doctor came up with that's just one possible. Yeah, that way. was that was the, the way that the planet turned out. That was nothing to do with what actually happened to them there. Okay. So. Can I just say what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep this. I can't keep this bullshit up any longer. Oh, we can't. They're fucking with you, Sue. Yaz doesn't die. Yaz isn't dead. Yaz is fine, and the master didn't you appear assholes. at all. <laughs> all right, you guys are assholes. That's all it is. assholes. Assholes, and I am not I'll tell you what, it would have. It would have been a fuckload more entertaining if they had. That's it. I'm done. No sign of the master, and Yaz is still a coffee table. <laughs> although, although, um, so the, what happens the, with the, the master then? <laughs> the, the squid, the squid with the jizz was in it. Yes, yeah. that was real. Yes. What? Yes. That, what? That's that's the thing that you thought we would have made up, but no, that was real. <laughs> that was so real. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. The, <laughs> wait a minute. The, the mopping up of the squidges was utterly real. So wait a minute. This entire bullshit that you've been talking about is all fake. <laughs> no, just, the, just, yeah. just no, just no. Yaz dying. Okay. Just only yes. the Yaz and the master bits. Yeah, the master. The master is not back yet. We haven't seen either hair of him. He's he's still stuck on whatever. Planet He's still stuck in the realm. hair. He had okay. too much dignity to show up in this episode. Oh, <laughs> I actually, I have to say, I really enjoyed this. I thought for a, a, what what is effectively a second a second story um, in a season, which is usually you get the um, you know the the introductory story, which they usually try and come with a little bit of a bang. And then the second story is uh, quite often a little bit okay. Right, we'll we'll just sort of throttle back a bit for this, and then we'll come back three or four episodes in with something. Benny, (laughs) (laughs) you may you may have guessed at this point. I didn't enjoy the episode. (laughs) I I I don't think we we needed to go past the first minute to realise that you didn't (laughs) you didn't enjoy the episode, Darren. Too subtle. What you were the episode? Just, just, just a wee, just a wee. <laughs> well, me. <laughs> just a wee bit. <laughs> you subtle. <laughs> yeah, I'm still pissed at you, asshole. So that's it. I'm not going to talk anymore. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Killing off well, my character. You did that on purpose. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> just a little man dip love here. Man dip, I love you. You're awesome. Don't let these assholes fuck with you. You, you might you might need to shout a bit louder, Sue. She can't hear you without a head. <laughs> yeah, I heard you, Darren. That was great. <laughs> you really had me. I was just like I was starting to cry. Well, I thought you know, oh. hit you where it hurts <laughs> in the yaz. It did in the yaz. For a minute there, you, I was for a minute there. I'm sitting here thinking. Wait a minute! Did we watch the same show? I don't remember that. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Robin. I didn't have the opportunity to um, to fill you in on this before we started. When 
when I suddenly realised realised that uh, that I could tell Darren <laughs> on Twitter and didn't uh, didn't get the opportunity to tell you or Randy. Randy, thanks, hopefully, uh, thankfully, picked up on it quite quickly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I picked up, I picked up on what you were doing, but <laughs> when you when you started talking about with you know, and then and then <sighs> Yaz gets grabbed by the dragon, yanked off the teleport. I mean, wait a minute. I don't remember that scene. So I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm just going to sit here and see where this goes. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my God, I think, I, I what? And then the tears. Oh, man. <laughs> so what you, what you have to remember, of course, is everything you think you know is a lie. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have a theory on that. I have a theory on that as well. Carry on. You do yours first. That, okay, so everything you think you know is a lie. He's called the master. So what is a master? And not necessarily a master with a whip, but that he may have been the master. You know, hey, wishy. Uh, what the fuck are you on about? <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me sit here and just think about that for a little bit. Okay, I'm back. Um, <laughs> that a master is, a, is is the master and that the doctor is a copy of the master. Yes. And that the DNA, the DNA or whatever that was used for the doctor actually came from the master. And the master was the throwaway. That he, he was made wrong. And the doctor is a copy of the master that was reconstructed to be right. And so they are both the same. Okay, I'm... That's kind of aligns with that kind of aligns with the theory that I've sort of been thinking is that the master is the doctor, but yes, and that the, and, that and not the, not quite the same way, but yeah, I can. So that he didn't choose that yeah, name. That, what that what that he didn't. What that would not explain is why is why the master then decided to torch Gallifrey. That was why, mm-hmm. because he came back and it was like, what? You threw me away. I was the master. I was the I was the doctor. I was the one. You made me. Not that it isn't that he was a time lord. He was created by the time lords and then tossed aside by the time lords. And because he was not quite right. And then they made the doctor who was altered and made right so that he is the one that goes out and saves the universe. The master then goes, "Fuck you all to hell." Boom. Destroys the entire. We're sort of straying into Lungbarrow territory here, really, aren't we? With the sort of yeah. looms and looms, all that sort of. Looms. Yeah. Um, Just we're done. Um, you know, I'm done with you people, literally. And it's an it's an interesting theory. I'm I'm not sure that it fits in with what the master said. To be honest with you, he said things about the founding fathers, and uh-huh. everything mm-hmm. that, you know, everything that they everything that they told us everything that we we grew up believing was was a lie I, that, I think that has more to do with the origins of the time lords potentially than mm-hmm. than with the, uh, the the doctor we probably find out that the time lords are actually the daleks or something stupid like that um but oh, God, that, that would just be suck. Odd, really. that would be something <clears throat> well yeah but that would um, fuck with the way the whole show i mean that wouldn't you know, what that gallifrey is that would be kind of uh, a... well. I don't know necessarily if that if that's the uh, if that's the case. It, it may be something to do with the origins of how they became timeless in the first place. You know, were they actually a different race before they became timeless? Be it, you know, could be human, Daleks could be or... could be Daleks. It could be forwards for all we know. For God's sake, I don't know. 
but um, it, it's probably more likely to be something like that. Mm. I just kept thinking over the, the, the name, and it was like, well, if he didn't choose that, you can call me the master. If he didn't choose that, then these two are essentially brothers. I mean, they're clones. Um, I, I really don't think it would be a sensible move. I, I did think, because obviously John Pertwee's last story before Roger Delgado was tragically killed was going to reveal that the Doctor and the Master were brothers. Yeah. You know, whilst obviously the last thing that anybody wanted was Roger Delgado to be killed. But I do think right. that revealing that to be the case would have would have been Oh, given, they're not brothers. Would they're have been clones. Giving, giving too much information away. What you don't want to do, I don't think really at any point during the show's future, is to reveal too much about right. you know, these these mysteries that have it's it's the whole Mulder and Scully uh, moonlighting thing of you know yeah. the will they won't they will they won't they you know oh are they going to kiss are they not going to kiss are they going to get together on it and as soon as they get together uh, well you haven't got the thing that's actually kept the series going for all that long that oh will they won't mm. they yeah. yeah if you reveal if you reveal too much about about the Doctor then the mystery of the who of who is the Doctor which is something that you know we're mm-hmm. we're always wondering who exactly is the doctor then it, it it takes that away and and it becomes more sort of mundane if you like i think that's one of the reasons why the um the the cartmel master plan was actually working quite well because it was it was giving hints that the doctor was more than we thought but it didn't yep. actually tell you anything so what it actually did was add to the mystery rather than just give you facts and things that that would have then made you think, oh, okay, so it's that then. And then from that point... Somebody on, recently said they should call him back in as, as a writer because of this, that they should sorry, bring, what, in, bring back Andrew Cartmel. What, what yeah. was the Cartmel master plan on? Oh, the Cartmel master plan was, was suggesting... Was, the suggestions were that the Doctor was somehow or other involved with the origins of the Time Lords. And if you certainly, if you read some of the books, like uh, Remembrance of the Daleks, I think was the first one that did it, Ben Aronovich, was that there were three figures from Time Lord history. There were Rassilon, there was Omega, and there was the other. And the hints were that the Doctor was the other, so that he was there and involved in the actual creation of the Time Lords in the first place, and was was more than just a Time Lord. Oh, okay. Um, but there were, these were just little... <laughs> little hints that that were dropped not so much in the in the series itself these things kind of came from more from the book but there was a line mm. in remembrance when they were talking about the hand of Omega and the doctor was describing it and he said oh and didn't we have trouble with the prototype and, mm-hmm. and Ace goes we and the doctor kind of goes uh, they yes yeah just kind of just just a throwaway line just implying that mm-hmm. he might have actually had something to do with it oh, I'd forgotten about and that and then Lady Painful going oh I know your secrets you know mm-hmm. and, and, and things like this you're you're not just a time lord you're more than just a time lord oh boy so just little little hints dropped here and there which may or may not have led to anything Benny it was it Benny. was intriguing and it was created debate amongst fans as to you know what could actually be the case is the, is it this is it that what they thought of it blah 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 whereas if they just come straight out and said it then it, I don't think it would have been the right the right thing to do also when no, um, no definitely not but something you just said was kind of interesting miles with the other we we created them didn't we have problems with the prototype blah 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 yes now think of it backwards. I, I was saying the master was 
the master for the, the doctor. Prototype. What about the doctor creating the master and that was the prototype that was thrown away? I, don't, I mean, you know, any theory is it's there. I mean, is 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 possible? We don't know what what Chibnall's got up his sleeve for us with this. I, know. I just felt that if it was, it was it's it kind of sounded more like it was about what the Time Lords actually were, probably, than what two mm-hmm. two people were. Well, if I'm um, right, Miles, would you fly us over to? <laughs> <laughs> fly Robin, Randy and I all over to England so that we could like do this in a round table type of setting wouldn't that be fun it would be fun to do that going back to my, my point about giving him way too much information ok I'll be quiet <laughs> no that's fine There was uh, it, it came out uh, not that long ago that the plans for the Paul McGann's Doctor had the, had the show gone to a series was going to be that immediately on the table that the Doctor and the Master were brothers and the Doctor was then going to go on a quest to uh, to try and save his father, Ulysses. Wow. wow. Ulysses? Ulysses was going to be the Doctor's father. I mean, that, that was just the name that was given, not necessarily implying that it was the... the, the you know, so the, the god? The, <laughs> the uh, Greek historical figure, Ulysses. But... Um, and I just thought, no, 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 no! Do not put oh my god that kind of information out there because immediately you start saying that it's like, mm, yeah, mm. I'm, I'm, I don't, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't work. It the whole works. show needs that air of mystery. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. And it, it never, it never needs to be answered. It never needs no. to be resolved. It could just be hinted. It's good to hint at stuff and just let it go. Yeah. Somebody, yeah. who, somebody who knew that very well was Stephen Moffat. You know, he brings in this thing about the Doctor's name. Now, personally, I don't think that you know that, that the Doctor's stupid. name is necessarily really something that you know should all hinge mm-hmm. on. But the fact that suddenly people were talking about, oh, what what is the Doctor's name? Is it this? Is it that? Is this? Is it that? You know, and it's going to be revealed. And and, and Moffat himself said the one thing he was never going to do was we to actually say what the Doctor's mm-hmm. name was because as soon as you said mm-hmm. what it was that's it that's another mystery mm-hmm. gone from the show we know yeah. he's, we know he's the Doctor we right. know that the Doctor is, a, is a, the title that he's chosen the name that he's chosen that's not actually his name once you know his name you re- rename the entire show to Doctor Bob or whatever as a complete aside by the way <laughs> <laughs> on the subject of Time Lord names, it was it used to be back in the back in the day, back in the Pertwee Baker day, that the that the Doctor's name he wasn't he didn't call he called himself the Doctor because his name the human people the, the human race wouldn't be able to pronounce, which I think is potentially why when Romana came along, right. she was Romana Vratnananda. But then they met Drax. We've got Omega, Rassilon. <laughs> Rodan, yeah. the Ru- all of these time laws with remarkably easy to pronounce boring yeah. names, none of whom have had any issues whatsoever. I still think Romana should have gone with Fred. Fred. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, summing up then, summing up this um, this quite intriguing Pile review of that's ended up that's ended up being part review and part pulling the wool over Sue's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like 
that's it. I'm done. Over. But it was nice. It was nice playing with y'all. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. To, um, that was fun. That was awesome. Actually, to be honest with you, that was mighty awesome because you had me. I was I was just about ball. Well, I actually was. Yeah. I was kind of crying. I thought they killed her. They killed wait until her? next week when we tell you about the Sontaran wanking off a camel. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the trailer. This is horrible. The octopus jizzing all over, like you said, you thought I would yeah. catch that as something weird. Never questioned it because I was like, "Yeah, they do something like that." <laughs> well, they, they did something like that, and they although, did. Although they to did. be fair, all we actually saw was uh, was a massive tentacle, <laughs> and, and 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 then mopping something up, and the doctor saying yeah, something about else it, mopping up, slamming stuff its, off the floor, about it being its mating season. It wasn't actually. It wasn't actually elaborated on that there were the TARDIS floor no. was covered in jizz. <laughs> but the the trailer last week in at the end of Spyfall. <laughs> She's off. She's off. Again. Are you finished, boobs? No. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. She's off. Not by a long way. Is she finished? I think she shut the fuck up. Good. <laughs> The trailer at the end of Spyfall, Spyfall 2, 2 seemed to imply that the octopus had some sort of part in the story, but it was just sort of a, mm. a setup for a gag of jizz. I don't even remember the octopus being Which, in the trailer. To be fair, jizz will make you gag. In, in the Prob- trailer. Probably. <laughs> I, think, I think you're telling us too much here, Darren. <laughs> I'm just gonna laugh now for another hour. I'm, I'm told. <laughs> He's trying to walk that one back. Okay, so here's the thing that is kind of freaky. Last in Spyfall, he makes her get down on her knees. Blowjob shot. Mm-hmm. Then oh, there we you come go. to the octopus, just all over the place. What is up, Chimno? Come on now. We got that, and we've got the jizz all over the floor. Without saying, hey, this is you know this the spite or this damn octopus just jizzed everywhere. They didn't have to say that it did, and they didn't say anything about the shot before. But as soon as that happened, I was like, you got to be joking. I, Seriously, I've, I've no idea Whoa. what's up, Chibnall, but um, I don't think we <laughs> I don't think we want to find out. And I'm very glad <laughs> I'm very very glad that Cat automatically sticks an explicit tag. These podcasts these days, because this one very much needs it, doesn't it? <laughs> this is the oh, double yeah, maybe a little bit. But to be fair, yeah. it's, it's it's needed a warning ever since I joined. It's a warning since before you joined. Oh, we've had a warning before you joined, Darren. You were probably a lovely, calm, sweet, innocent podcast until I came along and ruined it. There was, it, seriously, Darren, not a naughty word escaped our lips. <laughs> before you got here and then when you came corrupted all of us and we all were just fucking everything like the octopus <laughs> like the octopus <laughs> and on that by note, the way <laughs> Jody Whitaker I absolutely adore you and I'm terribly sorry about what I just said there and same with Sasha Dewan terribly sorry about that what I said forgive me forgive me I don't think they're going to listen Sue I don't oh, think well, <laughs> either of them are going to listen no <laughs> nope I won't tag anybody this week. <laughs> I don't think it would make any difference if you did. I don't think they're going to listen. Actually, though, you guys did did an awesome, awesome job 
seriously, of pulling the wool over my eyes. That was a wonderful storytelling. <laughs> Thank you very much. That was great. <laughs> it was great. It was great fun. It was great fun. <laughs> I love you dearly for it, assholes. <laughs> the, the problem was that we're actually doing a, a genuine review, <laughs> and so we didn't, we didn't want to screw the plot up too much. Just, just these couple of things that we were, we were going to throw in that Susan was the timeless child as well. <laughs> <laughs> and I would we have never, believed it. I would have been like, got, "Oh wow!" But we never got round to that. We um, left screwing up the plot to the writer. <laughs> <laughs> this, by the way, this was written by Ed Heim, who, of course, was the same man who uh, who who gave us the Frog last series. In it takes you away. Mm -hmm. um, oh. He wrote that shit as well, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Did we're terribly sorry. <laughs> that explains a hell of a lot. So is is Vinay's oh, next? God, what a letter of rubbish that was. Um, I don't know who's writing the next one, to be honest with you. This coming week, is it Jadoon? I don't know. No, no, it's, not, no, no, it's not no. the Jadoon next. It's, um, it's Tesla. It's Nikola, Nikola, Tesla, Nikola, Nikola right. Tesla's... Night of Terror. Oh, that's right, mm -hmm. Tesla. Okay, God, I yes. hope I can watch this. I really hope they. Do, I really hope they don't do a mind wipe on Tesla as well, because that's just going to get on my tits. Did you notice one <laughs> thing though? There is one high point in this: the Sonic there only is, made a single appearance. There is one high point in this. <laughs> um, you know, everybody's complaining about the Sonic making too many appearances. I think it only showed up once in this episode. Uh, yeah, I think, I think it was more than once. Mm -hmm. It it appeared at the end when the Doctor sort of turboed the um, creating the Cerulean Four. I'm yeah. sure it had some some stuff that it was used for when um, the Doctor was trying to. It might have opened a door or something like that, but I don't think it was. Uh... Um, yeah, no, there was the the whole thing about the ionic membrane um, that yeah. the Doctor mm -hmm. had created. I'm sure it was used then. And then possibly, as you say, for for opening a door as well. But it wasn't used as a complete get out of jail free card. But it wasn't like it was its own separate character with a with a with a standalone part, like no. you see in some of them. No, and it wasn't uh, it wasn't the you know the the thing that resolved the episode as well, which is uh, yeah, which is always a good thing when it when it's not. It's it's always nice when the Doctor actually uses logic know. and science instead of yeah yeah and and yeah. and his her wits yeah. You know, to, to as, as, resolve the problem. As this episode's gone decidedly blue anyway, it's fair to mention at this point that <laughs> there is now available a oh, sonic a sonic screwdriver dildo, <laughs> a Dalek butt plug, <laughs> and a TARDIS paddle, which is sort of uh, uh, it's basically a, a TARDIS on a handle with a paddle for spanking oh, huh. and you, you, can, you can genuinely buy those things the, um, please don't the, ask me how I know that oh Randy <laughs> um, uh, Randy I'm sorry Randy. about all of this listeners I really am I've <laughs> um, <laughs> got one for you Darren an artist friend of mine was actually contacted by someone who wanted them to make a dildo in the shape of the 11th Doctor's Sonic with the claws open. <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay. 
friend but oh okay go ahead what did they want to use it for to extract something it was an artist friend who was asked to make the thing not the artist friend who was requesting the thing oh my god jesus they they turned that commission down yeah i can't think why the question that i think needs answering is that is regarding the dalek butt plug presumably that's the plunger (laughs) No, it's an actual Dalek. Okay. What about appendages? Because surely that's going to get in the way. Get in the way. Why are we having this conversation? I don't think it had a. Don't think it had appendages. I think it was just ribbed for extra pleasure. <laughs> I thought that's what the little balls were for. <laughs> Breathe, Sue. Um, I, I'm still back on the Sonic Mildo. Can somebody send me that link? I am available for other podcasts. Should anyone be interested? <laughs> I can't. I can't see many people taking you up on that. <laughs> I, can't, I, know. I can't imagine Radio Free Scaro suddenly climbing and batter down your door. <laughs> so, uh, how many X's do we have on this? Extremely explicit? Is it extremely explicit or just explicit? Definitely, uh, I guess Mark. Not, not safe use... for work this week. <laughs> I, I think. I think I might have to actually put a warning out on on Twitter for this one, just to say, just please be warned. <laughs> this episode is not to be. It's not to be listened to by children or anyone or with a workplace. Or anyone with a heart condition. <laughs> or in the workplace. Because I can just hear <laughs> Benny! <laughs> Benny! Oh my god. <laughs> I often wonder why I never got get invited on many podcasts. I mean, we might have found a, we might have found a reason. I don't think I'm ever going to get a job with Big Finish. Apart from anything else, Darren, nobody knows who you oh, are. Oh, yeah, Nick, don't listen to this one. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that I'm going to get my job on Big Finish now. Nobody knows who I am, the fucking chick. <laughs> well, as you know, I'm very well connected politically. <laughs> I never get invited on any of them either. <laughs> I think that Colbert needs to call you. Oh. Anyway. Anyway. Let's, let's bring this back so we can wrap this up. <laughs> One thing we haven't, one thing we, one thing we haven't done so far, which, uh, which I, th- I think we potentially should have done, is we haven't actually scored any of our episodes, um, mm. or any of these episodes, rather than scoring our own episodes, because goodness knows that would be difficult. <laughs> um, so first of all, let's just let's just go around the table and uh, can we have a score for Spyfall Part One from everyone, starting with Sue, who hasn't seen it. It's amazing. Well, the parts that I've seen, amazing. It gets a night 10, maybe 15. Right. Yeah, so 10. Out of 100 or 10? Well, what are we What are we doing as far as scale? 1 to 10? What's or? our ranking? 1 to 10 or 1 to 100? 1 to 100. Out of 10. 10? 1 to 10 out is 10, easier. Definitely 10, is 10. 10. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 all the way. Okay. From what you've seen. And that's just on what I've seen. 
Yes. Uh, <laughs> Darren, Spyfall Part 1, out of 10. Spyfall Part 1, I would give a solid 9. Mm-hmm. Randy? I really enjoyed that one. Uh, 10. Robin? I'd give it a 9. Yeah, I think I'd give it a 9 or possibly even a 9.5. I thought it was excellent. Uh, Spyfall Part 2 then Sue what little you've seen of that I think I know what's coming here beyond 10 it was 10 again I just yeah (laughs) the parts that I've seen it made me cry so 10 as did we Um, got me in the feels (laughs) like the Dalek butt plug Darren Uh, Spyfall Part 2 5 really (laughs) yes okay yeah, no, Darren mm. wasn't keen, was he? Wow. Uh, Randy, <laughs> Spy for Part 2? Uh, 8. Okay, Robin? I'm, I'd say 8 as well. Yeah, I'd, I'd say 8.5 or possibly 9. I thought it was. I thought it, it kept the standard up very well. It didn't quite have the, despite the dramatic reveal at the end, it didn't quite have the impact of uh, of the master reveal, I think, which, which kept it going. And, and obviously, Part 1 of a story always has that additional mystery because there's certain things that you don't know at that point so it's keeping you guessing so which then leads us to Orphan 55 Sue <laughs> this should be interesting <laughs> oh my god the story that you guys told me was amazing so I'm going to give it a 9 because you guys gave me an amazing story I have no idea so I'm just going to give it a 9 anyway because I love Jody Whittaker I love Chris Chibnall I love all the TARDIS members and I love Mandip and everybody, so yeah, I'll give it a nine. And you love octopus jizz. <laughs> yeah, and hey, you can't go wrong with octopus jizz, so yeah, nine. Yes, we may have to come back to you when you've actually seen these episodes properly. I'd almost dread to ask this, but Darren, what's your score for all 55? A very, very generous three. Randy? Seven. Okay, Robin? I'm going to give it an eight. Yeah, I think I'll give it an eight as well, because despite the fact that there there were um, some issues and some things that I think could have been done could have been done better about it, it rattled along. It didn't yeah. give you room to stop. And just simply on how I felt at the end of the episode, it was like, blimey. And I think anything that you know makes you feel almost breathless at the end of it because of of how how it's sort of kept you hooked throughout really um, it's done its job so it deserves a decent score it did have a few issues yes yeah but if you're hit by a train that's rattling along at 100 miles an hour you don't look at it and review it afterwards and think well that was ten. <laughs> <laughs> no but but in terms of, of you know how how it's impacted on you, you'd have to give it a pretty mm-hmm. high score, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh my gosh! And, and, and on that note, listeners, we shall say goodbye, and and hopefully we'll see you next week if we if we haven't been taken off the air by then. <laughs> <laughs> With our review of. Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror, which I'm not sure is the best story title we've ever had. No. But who knows? The story itself could be could be very good. This is the one with with um with that sort of spider creature, isn't it? That we've seen in the trailer. Yeah. 
oh. um, comes around the corner and sort of doesn't make the corner in the old style of in the uh, the westerns when the, uh, the 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 cowboys are there and they get all their wagons and they put the wagons round in a circle and then all the Indians ride around them like that. I always thought that the sensible thing to do for the cowboys would have put the the wagons in a square and then watch the Indians sort of fall off as they try to take the corner. That's <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> 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 You know, this is kind of interesting from octopus jizz, Yaz getting her head ripped off, all the way to Cowboys not making a corner. This has to be a pretty cool podcast tonight, even though it is explicit, folks. Please remember it is explicit. But <laughs> Don't forget to dial it up, no. folks. So I don't think you need to ask, tell anybody now, do you? <laughs> that horse is well and truly bolted. And next week probably won't be any better. <laughs> as far as explicit. <laughs> it really can't be any worse. Uh, can't be any worse. <laughs> oh, really? Is that a challenge? Oh, Darren, you... <laughs> Ooh, okay. And now we have a challenge between Darren and Robin. The explicit off. <laughs> yes, well, let's save that for another time, shall we? Let's wait to see what the episodes, the episodes actually like, first of all, before we start going down that route. Yeah. This will be the first historical, won't it? The, well, kind of historical no, with Nikola Tesla. Spyfall 2 Sort of historical, right? Historical bits. Yeah. Oh, that's right, that's right. Bits. What, you mean from this series as opposed to yeah. ever? Because clearly not. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, 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 from this series. Because I know that, uh, I think Big Finish asked a question as to what our favorite historicals were, and it was like... Oh, there's one coming up. So you never well, know. there's always one coming up, as long as the series keeps keeps going. Oh, speaking right. of that, I think I saw something, and I don't remember where I saw it. Okay, but it's been picked up for season thirteen. Jody's doing season. Oh 13. yes, it was. It was announced before the series started that um, that Chip Chipnell had said he's staying on for another series, and Jody said she's staying on for another series. So they're both doing at least three. Excellent! Yay! But nothing's been said about the companions. Uh, obviously, we know Yaz won't be staying around because uh, she's had her head ripped off. So, <laughs> anyway, I'm sure the listeners want to get on with their lives. <laughs> Assuming they haven't ended them. Yes. Assuming so... they haven't turned off, turned off ages ago. Yeah. So. And I'm sitting in a car with the heater off so that you guys can't hear the heater. So I'm cold. <laughs> Why are you sitting in the car? This is my studio. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Or one of them. R- Randy's in the other one. I'm Because you guys were getting so much bleed when I was down the hall. When we start doing improv again and, and using the DVR or DVD, I'm going to have to be down the hall. But right now I could be outside. So I'm in the car, but I have to keep the heater turned off or you're going to hear this whoosh the whole time. So. Well, if, if you're hearing a whoosh and you're getting too much bleed, I think you're possibly using Matt Smith's sonic screwdriver in the wrong way. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> listeners, it's goodbye from me. Oh, wee! <laughs> and it's goodbye from them. It's goodbye from me. And goodbye from us. Good night. night. Toodles. See you next week where we, we promise we'll try and be better. Yep. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> Don't expect that. <laughs> okay, goodbye. Night. Good night, everyone. Good night. Toodles. Bye.
Oh shit on a pelican, I've lost that bloody tweet. <laughs> I think you were shitting on badgers. What do you have against animals? So we've got Sue Boobs. Right. God, I'm the only one that said something filthy. Thanks. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, 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 thanks. Aren't you proud? <laughs> Randy raised me well. My mama raised me well. Oh, honey. I tell okay. you. All right, I'm back. I'll be quiet Dragged now. Up. Right, okay. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. Night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the third review from Doctor Who's line, is it anyway? And this time we're reviewing Orphan Black. Orphan, no, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> what was you, Shit, I watched my own show. Uh, well, yeah, I'm okay going. then, because it doesn't make a difference. Yeah, what yeah. the hell are we, what are we reviewing? <laughs> yeah, we're not reviewing we're not that. <clears throat> Can we that's do a Star act. Trek episode? That's a, that's an outtake <laughs> for the end of it. Right, okay, we'll start again. <laughs> well, hello, listeners, and welcome to the third review from Doctor Who's Line Is It Anyway? And this week, we're reviewing episode three from series 12, Orphan 55. Ah. Have and we all seen it? Black, as and not Orphan said Black, as the... <laughs> <laughs> In the bit that I'm not going to let him cut out. That's all right. Just, just I edit this so I can just edit round this so it doesn't make yeah. any difference. <laughs> right. Uh, <clears throat> stop and save. Stop and save. Dear Lord. <laughs> what, oh, yeah. What happened there? Uh, <laughs> well, that was an entertaining You guys, one, wasn't it? that was absolutely brilliant. That was absolutely oh. filthy. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> Okay, it was it was filthy. Hand, it? it was filthy, but it was really good. <clears throat> oh my god, that is too funny. Oh my god, that was funny. Oh, you got, seriously, one. I was crying. I was getting like, oh my god, she died. I can't believe she died. It's the second a second episode in. She died. I just I just like, I just said to Darren, fucking... I said I said, by the way, Sue hasn't watched this episode, so <laughs> this should be interesting. And then thought, actually, if she hasn't watched it. Depending on what what Randy's told her, we could tell her anything, and she would probably yeah. believe it. So <laughs> I thought, what's the, what are the things that would, would sort of impact you the most? It has to be something involving the master coming back, because that would mm. get you excited. Uh, and, and I then did. Can, and then we can turn it completely about face by telling you that Yaz has been killed. Because that kills me off for the season, so I'm like, oh. And I yeah. felt so bad because I kept thinking, but I love Mandip. I don't want her to die. <laughs> so we, we we didn't actually mention, did we, in the uh, in the review, the bit where Ryan and Bella are having that that conversation when he's he's kind of using the chat up lines, mm-hmm. and uh, and then uh, yeah, says, "Oh, what are you talking about over there?" And uh, I don't know if it, if they are trying to set up a potential relationship thing eventually to come out between Yaz and Ryan or not. Oh, please don't do another episode of As the Tardis Turns. Well, I don't think I don't think they need to, but it's As it's the one of those turns? it's one of those that things. Whole it's, Romeo, it's my take on a American soap opera called As the World Turns. Ah, uh, right. Okay. That all that whole romantic thing between Rose and the Doctor. Oh, that was enough to make me puke. Yeah. 
It's like no hanky panky in the TARDIS. Fuck her and leave her. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where are you going to ask for an intro for this one, Miles? <laughs> I, I, I think I, I dare only. I think you're. I don't think I'll be using Katie Manning for this one somehow. <laughs> oh, she's got a filthy mind. I wouldn't worry about she her. She would be. No, I, I used to for the last she'd be one. All over it. She is I awesome. I think you should ask, gee, Sasha Dewan, maybe? <laughs> no, I'm just I would, I would happily have an intro oh, from oh, Sasha, oh, but oh, I don't oh. think I'd use it for this one. God. You could always ask Benny. <laughs> <laughs> but Lisa Bowerman. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, John Bowerman, he would. John Bowerman. John Bowerman, he would. Yeah. Shit, yeah. That's how I pronounce his name. Sorry, Bowerman. Norman, same guy, same dude. He would. Yeah, he was. He was at Salt Lake Fan X. Oh, I guess I think it was it last year or the year before. But he was at Salt Lake Fan X doing kilt checks. Uh, I beg your like pardon. I said, he was laying on the floor, and anyone who was wearing a kilt was supposed to walk across, you know, step across his face so he could do an inspection and see if he were wearing the kilt authentically. <laughs> Oh, why does that not surprise me? It's, it's John Harris. It doesn't surprise me at all. The and fact anyway. that he's doing it in Salt Lake City is hilarious. <laughs> yes. Well, Deb said, Deb said that he, she said he's such a cheeky boy, and I was laughing, and he'd do it. Yeah. If you'd like to get involved with Doctor Who's Lines in any way, there's many different ways that you can do so. Obviously, we're always looking for cast members. So if you just fancy having a go, having a go at a bit of improv, the more people we can get involved, the better the chance of actually recording something and therefore producing new episodes for you to listen to. Uh, so you can reach us through Twitter, through Facebook, any one of us you can speak to, myself, Kat, Suki, Robin, Sue, any one of us. Just let, let us know that you're interested and we'll get you in, on board and you can have a go. You can also, if you like, try your hand a bit of editing. My new job is taking up a lot of my time and therefore I'm not getting much of an opportunity to do much editing and I can't do much at the moment anyway because all the files are in the ether. But if we produce new stuff, it would be nice if somebody else would like to have a go at that. So you can do that. Obviously, if you fancy producing sound effects, music ideas for plots ideas for uh, characters anything like that we'd be more than grateful to receive them and we'll instigate anything that we can for you and of course it always helps to uh, boost our, our ratings boost our public profile if we can get likes and comments on things like iTunes so if you've listened to the podcast and you like what you hear just stick a few stars on it for us. Just write a little review. It would be very much appreciated. And if it gets us out there, more people hear us, more people might be interested in joining in. We might get more cast as a result of that. It keeps the podcast going. So any assistance you can give us in that direction would be very much appreciated. And as mentioned previously, we will be back in a couple of weeks with our next episode. So until then, cheerio. From all of us here on BBC One... A very good night. Good night.